It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Firefighters rescue cat and his owner from a tree. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, then, Kevin, let's go. Let's do it. All right, boys, well, it is news time. I'm trying to decide when we want to do the list of the top five parks. I feel bad. I know the audience is just waiting. Oh, thousands of texts. On the edge of their seats. Have we got a lot of texts about it? Uh, Sure. Figured figured we had. (sighs) But first, we got to get a little bit of news in, and we're going to start with... uh, I'm worried that if we keep on delaying it, KXOI will scoop us on the top five parts. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we got a couple ouch. days. We scoop them on a couple things, so I, I feel like we might get scooped back. We got to be careful. You know, it's, and we also have a listener letter today that is ironically a little bit, it's not about the best parks by any means. It's about kids at parks. Mm. So that is coming up as well. I don't know. Sometime, hopefully, we'll have time to get this in. But first, I have to start with some news and tell you. That there are some kids that did something pretty amazing. They're a pair of twins. A pair of twins is a stupid thing so to say. So there's people. four people? Absolutely the dumbest thing I could have said. A pair of 17-year-old North Carolina twins. Now that actually makes sense, correct? So are we still talking about four people? That would still be four, nope. yeah. A pair of 17-year-old. That would mean there's two sets of 17-year-old twins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really wrote this wrong, didn't they? You could say a set of twins, I guess. Or you could just say twins. Yeah, 17-year-old twins. I apologize now. It is two sets of twins. I okay. thought it was just one oh. set of twins. It is two sets of twins. This is written properly. So it was written well. It was just comprehended poorly. It yeah, was just read for because... the first time at 7 o'clock. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, I've, no, I've read through it, Slim. I thought these, well, you'll understand. No, it is just two twins. I am so confused because the name of the high school also looks like the name of a student. Reagan and Ricardo. If, it was, if it's Twin Razon. Falls, Idaho, Kevin, Twin Falls, how many of how many falls are there? Reagan and Ricardo Razan are 17 years old. They are graduating from Inlo. Mm. Inlo Raleigh High School. That is where they will now be leaving and moving on to college at one of these colleges, Harvard, Yale, Hmm. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. That's called MIT for you knuckleheads. Uh, University of Pennsylvania, Duke University, and many, many more. The twins have accumulated. Are you ready for this? Scholarship offers to the tune of $1.53 million. Those are all non-need merit-based scholarships. $1.53 million in scholarships. Yeah. Is there a one-time payout option? Yeah, you wish you could take them all? <laughs> yeah, is there any way we can just not refuse any of these offers and only go to one school? That would be great. Hey, we'll take your scholarship, but we're not going to attend classes at your university. But thank you. Yeah, see, I say they just skip the scholarship. Say, you're offering me that much. We'll take 30% of that in cash, <laughs> put it in Dogecoin, and be rich. It's a great call all the way around. Nice effort. Uh, 
Slim, real quick financial tip. I think this is legal for you to give financial tips. Dogecoin still oh, hot commodity or not? What do you we think? Are, there is a very good buzz around our group of it's, people who have bought Dogecoin. We are all very happy right now. It's going well. Is it only going to go better? I over think the that next we're week? really just riding this wave until Elon Musk hosts SNL this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, because as he's getting ready to host SNL, more and more people want to be part of the Dogecoin Dogecoin jokes and be part of it. So more people are buying it, thus shooting it up, up and up and up and up. And it's been real nice. Are you in on the Doge? Dogecoin? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, we're in when big. did you get we've in? Got, we got in at seven cents. Oh, slim! Nice. So you are buying tacos tonight? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty nice little situation happening. That is wonderful. It, it is absolutely crazy because I never thought I would hear a conversation amongst my son and his friends, Coop and his buddies. You know, they're in their early twenties. And it's all they're talking about because they're all getting invested in it because why not? It's just like it's become weird how stocks are now like a trendy, fun thing for. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's not it's not about stocks. It's about the fact that something costs less than a dollar. Well, yeah, because it's about it's a the fact that stock. something yeah. cost eight cents. Yeah, yeah. So that's when what's you're so at great seven about cents, it. it's like, hey, I'm going to buy something worth seven cents. But none of us had money to actually do real stocks. Yeah, but the par- funny thing that about it, like his roommate now has like, I don't know, fifteen thousand dollars worth of Dogecoin. 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 I cannot say that word. And because he just. You know what? He bought a bunch of it when it was cheap, and now he's got a lot of money in it where he didn't really invest very much. And so all of a sudden it becomes real where it's like, well, that was just kind of fun. Now it's really cool. Yeah. You can buy a lot a month ago when it was a nickel. Yes, for sure. And here's what's you can still buy a lot of it now when it's 60 cents. Yeah, 65. (laughs) Because it's not very expensive. Right. Still. And who knows? Maybe one day it'll be Bitcoin, which is what? A couple billion? (laughs) <laughs> what did bitcoin go to like two thousand something i oh, like fifty thousand kev something crazy yeah. like that it's currently it fifty five thousand eight hundred eighty one. okay yeah i see i lost track of it i would just it was one of those where i was like this is so ridiculous and what i did is i just quit looking at stuff like that because like everything i've just realized i'm a disappointment hmm. you know what story number two no, we got to stick on story number one. $1.53 million in scholarships. And I, I would just say to these twins, be careful which college you, you choose. Because I was once offered a scholarship. How were you boys offered scholarships? Did you get any scholarships? No. I received zero scholarships. No. Not. Neither one of you? Wow. Not to uh, mock you, but I received a scholarship. I received a $1,000 scholarship. Actually, I received two scholarships, but one of them I didn't use because I didn't go to real school. Mm. Um, I received $1,000 scholarship from winning the DJ contest mm-hmm. from a 92.9 ZZU, the zoo as they were called back in the day. I won a DJ contest from them, and Skippy the Dumpster Delegato gave me a $1,000 Mm. Gift cert- uh, not a gift certificate. That's what it felt like. 
It was a scholarship. A college gift certificate. To the Ron <laughs> Bailey School of Broadcast. And the Ron Bailey School of Broadcasting, I thought, well, you know what? I wouldn't mind going there. That seems like an okay place. Maybe I'll go into broadcasting. Mm-hmm. But my mom said, well, Kevin, that doesn't seem like a real school. Not until you buy that Mustang. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I don't know. I was on the fence. Should I go to Ron Bailey or should I just go to Spokane Falls that had a pretty good radio program as well? Mm. I'll just go to Spokane Falls, and boy, did I make the right decision because just moments later, Ron Bailey School of Broadcast was closed down. Oh, no. Whoa. You know what? Ron doing never, okay today? Do we know? I never knew why, Jay, and I looked it up today. I thought, whatever happened to the Ron Bailey School of Broadcast or who was Ron Bailey? Mm-hmm. Because back then I didn't care, and I've never thought about it since I didn't go there. The Ron Bailey School of Broadcast. (laughs) Ron Bailey was a very popular Seattle DJ in the 1960s and 70s. He started the School of Broadcast out of his garage in Seattle. (laughs) So he's like Microsoft. You know what, though? Here's the deal. I, I laughed until you said garage in Seattle. I believe yeah. that's also the area where I don't know computers were made. Yeah, I mean, so there's I feel a lot. Like they, there's a lot and, of, and Pearl Jam. So I'm guessing yeah, there's a lot say. of credibility in Seattle garages. Man, I guess. In fact, I would say Seattle garages have more credibility than any garage in any other place. One hundred percent. Yeah, I dare you. Any other city match that? Uh, but the Ron Bailey School of Broadcasting. I looked it up and I was like, well, what? And as soon as you Google Ron Bailey School of Broadcasting, the first thing that comes up is an article from the Spokesman Review. Oh. Founders and operators of the broadcasting school, attended by more than 17,000 students, have been sentenced to prison for embezzling student loan repayments. Oh, Oh, geez. Uh, Let's see. I thought maybe there'd be an article from your mom saying, it doesn't sound like a real school. Who had schools. I'm looking for the school of Scrabble. She had a good feel for Ron Bailey. Well, I guess. Uh, hopefully not a real good one. But uh, once good was it? operated schools in Spokane, <laughs> Seattle, San Francisco, San Jose, Phoenix, and Denver. That's how far he expanded his schools from his garage in Seattle. Man. He was sentenced to repay. This is in oh, 1995. Boy. He was sentenced to repay $450,000 fine, oh, $260,000 in restitution, his wife also had to pay $260,000, and his daughter had to pay $260,000. He served Jeez. three years in prison. And that, that's a lot of gift certificates. That is a lot of gift certificates. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. And I guarantee you that within the next 365 days, we will have... Chick-fil-A coming to Spokane officially. Kevin James. If we do not, I will allow you to tar and feather me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. All right, Kevin, here we go. Dear Jane Kevin, I had a little meltdown this weekend. I was at a park that we always go to in our neighborhood. First of all, too many parents are just letting their kids go and play unsupervised. Why do people do this? Well, a few of these unsupervised kids, probably around 10 years old, were totally out of control. 
I said a few things to them once I realized they didn't have parents there. Then, once they knocked another little girl off the toy, I told them they needed to be done playing if they couldn't be careful, and they told me I wasn't in charge of them and they could do what they wanted. Then the little boy stuck his tongue out at me and I lost it. I grabbed him and took him off the toy and just told him that if they needed to leave or I was calling the cops. He was just scared enough that they left. My husband says I may have been a bit much, but was I wrong to do this? Also, am I just clueless about thinking it's not okay to be unsupervised? Thank guys. Thanks, guys. Jessica. Uh, 4410999 is the phone number, and the Hazard Fabworks text line is 434-8623. Slim, you're probably at parks with kids a lot more than I am since I don't do that anymore. What do you, what do you think? We had something like this happen a couple weeks ago where there were some kids who were a little bit older, probably between 10 and 15, and they were being a little bit wild and out of control and reckless with a lot of the, the toys. Mm-hmm. And we had that weird thing where I was like, look, they're neighborhood kids. Of course they're here. What are we going to do? We're going to be the person. One breath, we're going to say, man, kids just stay inside and play video games all day. And then the next second, we're going to say, why are these kids at the park without their parents? Like, okay, now we're just complainers. But they started using bad language around like the, the play set because we were like, hey, are you guys going to use that? And they're like, we don't blank and care what you guys think. And we're like, okay, well, now we're in. Mm-hmm. Because now now there's other little kids around, and that's you've crossed the line. So one of the the moms said something to the kids and was like, hey, look, we, we don't know. We, we have we have an I really sold it. We have an app on our phone where all the parents talk about things and we're going to have to get on there and tell your parents that you've been doing this. And then that things got serious. <laughs> They're like, you guys have an app on it. I mean, you know, yeah, we, they, right. they don't know. Go we got a parent app on our them, phone yeah. that about this. And so we're going to have to get on there and post that You guys are being reckless with the with the stuff and that's going to have to stop. And they they got out of there. It's funny because I've seen it a lot at, you know, going and playing at the park with, with Judy's kids and all that stuff to where I've never had one where the kids continued to be really bad. Like most of the time, uh, and, you know, Judy's certainly not afraid to say something if she, you know, always waits to see if there's parents around that'll say something. And if not, then it's, you know, step in and just say, hey, because the main th- issue is when they're just. And sometimes they're just having fun and they're losing track of the fact that you're way bigger than the little kids that are mm-hmm. on the same toys that you're on. And like, hey, just be careful, buddy, of the, the, these kids here or whatever. Sure. Not that it's always boys, but it seems like it's always boys. And just be like, you know, be careful of these little kids or whatever. And most of the time, they're pretty respectful. Uh, but there are these cases. And I, a lot of people are saying on this one that you, you were not out of line telling them to do whatever, to scare them. Probably not a bad thing either. Until, But they just some people are saying the only thing is you don't probably grab the kid. Yeah. But I think that was her way of getting him off the toy to be like, you know, get down. You're going home. Uh, there are some people saying you touched my kid. Now you're at problems. Well, why do you care? You weren't even at the park. <laughs> I understand both sides of that. But yeah. yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's a flip. I'm with you. Like, don't touch my kid. But then again, your kid was so out of control. Now, I would never, man, I don't think I would ever grab a kid. I had a weird situation this weekend where there was a kid standing on top of one of these toys and he was just like shaking with complete fear. And I'm like, you all right, buddy? I'm scared. <laughs> and I was like, oh, do, do you want down? Uh-huh. And I thought, so you pushed him? No, this is that weird moment where, like, this is a little kid that am I allowed to grab and touch this kid or is someone going to freak out? And right as I was ready to pick him up and take him off of there, 
here comes his mom. She's like, are you stuck, bud? And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because it's just that weird thing where you never know. You touch someone's kid for any reason, yeah, yeah. and they're going to freak out. And I was like, I was just trying to help your kid. But it, it's a tough one. The unsupervised kids at the park does seem to be... I mean, is you there know, an I don't age? agree with that. I don't agree with that at all. Because we have parks in our neighborhood that I'm hoping someday my daughter will go to with her friends and let me have a moment. I, I, so here's what I was going to say. The unsupervised kids at a park... I don't know how I feel about it because most of the kids I see are really well behaved. Like there are plenty of incident incidents where I've been in a park and the older kids are great. They play with the younger kids. They're super helpful. They're good, respectful kids. So I don't know that it's an unsupervised kid problem as it's just a bad kid problem. Is that fair? Well, I think Did you ever ride your bike to a park when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I and think especially we all a did. neighborhood park is extremely. I think that's just what happens. Like there, there's, if you're in a neighborhood park, there's going to be unsupervised kids, right? And kids are kids. The I kids mean, are probably going to be more likely to be a little bit more reckless when they're unsupervised. I mean, and what do we have? Like two or three non-neighborhood parks that are decent in the area. Riverfront. Well. Yeah, I mean, like Riverfront. Like I'm thinking of Mission Park is another one that I, I like a lot. That that I would I would not consider that a neighborhood park. Um, I don't go to enough of the Spokane parks, but there's a lot of Coeur d'Alene ones that are more popular areas that aren't necessarily a neighborhood. Sure, there might be a little neighborhood around them, but not like the like like your park in your neighborhood, Slim. That, that's just for people who live there, right? Like, there aren't people coming from other areas to play there, hopefully. Yeah, rarely. There's, there's sometimes, because yeah. they're kind of cool parks. So you'll get a couple people who drive up and park there, but they're, nor- they're normally always good people. Yeah, and so that's, I don't think it's so much. So to Jessica, I will say, I think there's a certain age where kids should be able to go and play on their own a little bit, unsupervised, and be able to handle it. But I think... The other thing is, I I would imagine you're of this thought, Slim, that if your kid is 10 years old and she's out playing with her friends and she's right across the street from the house or whatever, and you're like, "Um, if you act bad, you're not going to be upset if someone tells her to be polite, right? No, and they are going to get the same thing that I'm sure we're going to get at home, a lot of attitude. (laughs) (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Uh, all right, man. Well, uh, you're going to challenge Kevin, obviously, because I... Well, you know what? I'm going to give you the option. I came up with the questions. Would you rather challenge me or would you rather challenge Kevin? Kevin James. I don't care. <laughs> okay, that's funny. One point him. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Silverwood tickets for Mother's Day weekend coming up in half an hour. Uh... Okay, yesterday I was scrolling through my phone, and you know, all the ads always pop up, and you go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's something I actually have thought about or need. I'm looking through my phone right now, and Nordic Track came up, apparently. Mm. I must need to get fit. So it's I was just scrolling through, and then yesterday one hit me, and I thought, well, that's interesting. It says, learn how to be funny. And it was an ad for Steve Martin teaching you how to be funny. Oh, wow. I thought, well, Steve Martin's a funny guy. I wouldn't mind learning from him. It's one of those masterclass series, which have been very popular throughout the pandemic. People had extra time. And so 
I guess the whole master class concept is just someone who is considered a master at something. I'd say Steve Martin, a master at comedy, that works. And then they then teach you how to do it. Uh, I think his class is like 180 bucks. And you just <laughs> you pay for it. And Steve Martin teaches you how to be funny. First of all, can you be taught how to be funny? I don't know. That's what I was just curious about. Why don't you try it? I should. There's no doubt. Obviously, I need it. <laughs> There's no doubt that I need to it, be It kind of would be fun just to see what it would do. I mean, what that would be like. Him trying to teach you how to be funny. Yeah, I am curious what the classes are like. I will tell you, it was one of the most popular classes over the last year. They ranked some of them, and they said the Steve Martin one is actually really, really good. Wow, okay. Like, a lot of people enjoyed it, and there are things... Uh, a lot of people who are comedy writers, that type of deal, just said, hey, it's great to do those things and get inspired and creative again. So I, I could see that being the case from Steve Martin. Uh, a few of the other ones that were the popular classes from the master class, Samuel L. Jackson teaches acting. Wow. <laughs> right? Like you just got to go, okay, I, I don't know if I ever want to be an actor, but I might want to learn just anything from Samuel L. Jackson that would make me that cool. And it's so weird that they're that they do that. Like Samuel L. Jackson bucks. doesn't. I mean, it's fifteen. Yeah, fifteen bucks a month. You get access to all of them. Okay. Oh, is that, okay. You can get the master class membership. That's yeah. That's the only way you can do it. Oh, okay. So why do they say they're one hundred and eighty dollars? Is that just for a year membership? They probably thing? charge you a one time fee, one hundred and eighty bucks, but. They sell it as fifteen dollars a month. Oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. Build annually. Uh, okay. Uh, this one I might be into. Slim, this sounds right up your alley. Aaron Franklin. Not sure who he is, but apparently he knows how to cook. He is going to teach you Texas style barbecue. Okay. So the cooking one that always comes up on mine because I get the Steve Martin one, I get Robin Roberts, and I get Gordon Ramsay. The Gordon Ramsay one is the one that always oh. makes me go, that would be fun to do, because I really think he's cool. So videos of him teaching you how to cook, I feel like that's the one. Yeah. That's the cooking one I'd go to first, I think, KJ. I mean, that's a pretty big name. Right, yeah. I'd be yeah. down with the barbecue just because I think I like that style of food the most. But you're right. Gordon Ramsay is a huge name, and if you can get taught something from Gordon Ramsay, why would you not? And how many and episodes? I, I think are you'd there learn some? a lot about. I think you'd learn a lot about the kitchen just in general, right? With the cooking from him, you'd learn a lot about utensils to use and ways to utilize the stuff in your kitchen well. Sure, which I think is valuable. Just simple little tricks, probably, that make it so much easier. And how yeah, many? Sure. How many classes do you get, like, for one of those? I think each one is different. I'm not okay. sure how many it is. But I think each one is is a different amount of classes. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Wow, what is that's... Robin Roberts teaching? Kev, I I I see her on my Instagram every single day when I'm scrolling. She's one of the ads I feel like every single day, and I couldn't tell you right now after seeing her every day what it is she is teaching. How to be classy? Huh? Okay. Yeah. I just I, mean... I immediately think that Robin Roberts is just the ultimate in class when a master class in class. A master I see her, but class. But I don't know what she class. actually does okay so this says each class includes around 20 video lessons that are around 10 minutes long on average that's that seems pretty good that that seems like a lot it does and it seems like a very 
easy amount to huh. watch yeah. and and learn a little something. Um, I don't know this one. I'm just looking at some of the best rated ones. Neil deGrasse Tyson teaches scientific thinking and communication. Whoa, he's super interesting. He is that guy. That's when I saw him. I was like, oh, I always interested in what he says. But then that class seems a little too much for me. Scientific thinking and communication. <laughs> too deep? Yeah, like, okay, I'm maybe just stick to comedy or cooking. <laughs> that sounds a little more my speed. I, I was unaware of this. Pretty interesting. It's kind of consumable, too, like you said, in little 10-minute segments. That's, that's pretty good. That's weird, Jay, that you have not been. Mm-mm. They must know that you oh. know it all or something. Oh, good Lord. Or they know How there's no chance the... they're getting 180 bucks. <laughs> That's what it is. They're like, we've seen your bank account. There's no way. Uh, we're monitoring your bank account. You haven't spent any money the entire <laughs> pandemic. You're definitely not spending any on this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Slim and I are getting bombarded with them daily. <laughs> Dang it. 